0: Sometimes I have people who ask me, Ben, like what keeps you going? Like why do you keep doing this? Like why do you keep working on going and changing? Like you don't match up. You don't match up to the norm of narcissists out there. You don't match up to someone who has narcissistic traits. Like a lot of people are like, you don't look like a narcissist. You don't come across as a narcissist. Well, And that grew up as far as I don't come across. Like, I never came across as a narcissist. Like, to meet me on the street, to work with me, you wouldn't pick up that I was a narcissist because I wasn't that asshole to you. I was that asshole to my wife, to my family, and to the people that I cheated with. You see, for me, I grew up, I got to a place where I finally came to the realization that I struggle with narcissism. It has a big impact in my life the impact in my life of having a cyclical relationship, of going in a cycle from person to person to person to person. And over a period of time I started to notice that slightly of as I was ending a relationship with someone, there was already one beginning and it always kinda of like this crisscross of new and old relationships. So there was never an aspect of being alone. There's never an aspect of not being with a new supply. It's actually interesting, the other day I was talking to my therapist, and um, she asked me how many days since I had supply, since I had a affair, that type of relationship, and that particular day had been 255 days, and she said, what's the longest you've ever been without that kind of supply before? She's like, think back on it, like what's the longest? And I sat there and I thought, I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't remember a time that there wasn't that cycle where there wasn't that cyclical movement of a person that I'm getting supply from, a new person, and then the old one declining, like this crisscross every single time. And, And realizing that that was a cycle, realizing that that was something in my life that I struggled with was hard. It was hard to be able to acknowledge it. I think early on there was aspects that I could see a cycle, but I didn't know what was going on. And I thought marriage would fix it. So then I get into a marriage and then I'm like, wait, marriage doesn't fix it. In fact, it makes it even worse because now as a selfish person, egocentric, now I have to share stuff with other people? Like, heck no, like this doesn't work. And then I have to turn into the victim. And then I think like, whoa, woe is me. Like I have an awful life, like an awful wife, all this kind of stuff. So I need to find validation somewhere else. So I go and I start cheating. And it happens over and over and over again in this cycle. And as this cycle goes, it makes me think like, maybe I'm just cursed. Like maybe there's no way out. And as I continue to grow and continue to learn different things, continue to dive into personalities, continue to work through different things and get to a place where I start realizing I've got lies in my life. I go through the Wake Up Warrior Challenge with Gary J. White, with the Warrior Group, and I start realizing the lies that I have between myself, the lies that I have between myself and God, myself and my wife, myself and myself, like literally all the lies permeating. And I haven't written down. I've got seven lies, seven lies that I look at, and I know these are the lies that have helped screw up my life because I believe them. so a lot of times people are asked like now, like, hey, you being self-aware, like, is it easier? And I'm like, no. A lot of times it's not easier. It's a lot easier to be ignorant and just do whatever the heck I want. it's a lot harder to acknowledge, hey, I have this tendency, I have this feeling right now, and I need to change my thought process, I need to change how I'm acting, I need to change how I'm talking to people, like anything like that, because I know it's not the direction that I need to go. It's not living in healthiness. It's not living a whole life. And so people often ask me, they're like, why do you keep changing now? Like, what keeps you changing? Like, how are you not going to go back? How are you not going to backslide or go back to another person or start another affair or start back into lying and manipulating and all this kind of stuff? And one thing you have to know about narcissism, and one thing you have to know about narcissists, which I'm sure you already know if you've been in a toxic relationship, is they don't dwell on the past. They don't look at the past. They don't think of the past for a moment, because that stuff is shameful. That stuff is hurtful, and they have to focus on the future. Over oh, me, in my current state and where I am, I have to think of the past. I have to remember the things that I've done. I have to remember the people that I've hurt. The lives that I've destroyed. And that has to come to a point where I look at that and say the past no longer defines the person that I am. But because of the past, I'm being developed into another person, into a person that doesn't lie, that doesn't gaslight, that doesn't manipulate, that doesn't cheat, that doesn't destroy relationships. And I have to hold on to that past doesn't mean that i'm holding on to it in a wrong way as far as like i'm not waking up every day and like emotionally cutting myself with the past but i am coming to the place where every single day i'm waking up and i'm thinking that past doesn't define me it's developing me and that past cannot be in vain everything that i've put people through every hurt every tear everything that's happened that i've put people through can no longer be in vain Because everything has brought me to the point where I've learned more about myself than what I've ever imagined. I've been changed more than what I've ever imagined and I'm still growing and on that journey and fighting it every single day. There's a lot of days it's harder than others. There's a lot of days that it would feel easier to give up. I think one of the things that I remember from Brendan Bichard on The Brendan Show. Great, great podcast, great guy. The idea of embrace the struggle. Like, embrace the struggle, knowing that if that struggle wasn't there, if I didn't struggle every single day, I'd be right back where I started hurting, abusing, using. And so I embrace the struggle every single day and I fight for it. I fight so the things that I've done in the past, the lives that I hurt, are no longer in vain and I can work on helping other people today. And tomorrow, and I can work to be the man that I'm supposed to be. I can work to be the man that God called me to be. I can work to be the man that I'm supposed to be for my wife, for my daughter, for future family. And I have to do that acknowledging and understanding everything that's in the past. Do I have temptations? Do I want to go back? Do I think thoughts? Yes. Is it a struggle? Yes. Talking to my therapist the other day, I was like, I was like, sometimes when I'm talking to people, like, I get triggered. And she was like, yeah, completely get that. That happens with me too. I was like, sometimes when I talk to people, like, I don't want to work with them. She's like, yeah, that happens to me too. She actually, she actually told me the other day, she was like, when I first saw you and when we had our first uh, interactions. She's like, I had an aversion to you. I didn't want to work with you. And she's like, you're going to find people that you come across in one-on-ones or narcissists that you talk to and try to work with that you're not going to want to work with because it's going to have you embrace and open up and be vulnerable about the stuff that you've done. And that takes a lot of shame and a lot of courage sometimes. If you're someone who wants to talk through some of this stuff, if you haven't noticed by now pretty open. I try to be really transparent. If you're not with someone who's honest and being vulnerable or showing consistent change, leave. I do meet with couples and literally I say, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to tell you how it is. (laughs) In the scheduling thing, it says schedule at your own risk because I'm not on this platform to bring hope to everybody. I'm not on here to give you hope, being in an abusive relationship, thinking, maybe if I love this person more, they'll change. Maybe if I do this, it'll happen. Maybe if I convince them, it'll change. I'm not on here to bring hope for you. I'm on here to bring awareness, growth, healing, and change. And when you look at that, the majority of that is all centered on you, the person who had to deal with all this shit, the person who's had to go through hell. That's why I'm on here. I talk to people who have been abused and are the victims every single day, trying to help them break through the trauma bond, break through the lies, the narcissistic fog that the narcissist put on them, get through the limbo land of detoxing where there's peace, but it's not peaceful, and get to the place of clarity in the future of where you're going, your vision, your values, your goals of who you're going to be. If that's something you want to talk about sometime, just click the link below. I'd love to talk to you. My goal, like I said, awareness, growth, healing, and change, and I do that every day by trying to help everybody get just one level up, just get to the next level, just continue to grow, just continue to change. And if you want that, come open, come honest, come willing for us to talk about a lot of shit, to be able to deal with it and to help you work through it, not around it, not box it up, not push it down, but to work through it to get healing and continue to grow into Canadian change. If you don't subscribe now, go and hit subscribe. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, we'd love to have you interact on there. If you want to listen to the podcast, there's several other things going on in the podcast, on Raw Motivations, Apple, or on Spotify, we'd love to interact with you, as well, with you as well there. Thanks so much for watching.